Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So, had a busy weekend this weekend, and uh, the fixer's back. The Obama fixer, but what do I always say? I always say you remember the names, right? Remember the name Catherine Rumler, the Obama fixer? She was the centerpiece of just about every Obama administration scandal. When they did clean up aisle four, spilled the beans, Rumler was always there to clean up the mess. Catherine Rumler's back. And shockingly, her name serviced in yet another scandal you may have heard the name. This is a name you probably don't even need to remember because it's in the media all the time, even though he's not with Earth anymore. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, boy. This thing is just getting nastier by the second. What is she fixing now? Is she fixing anything? Loaded show for you today. First big shout out that went out this weekend. Had a restaurant, Dan Bongino restaurant review. Casa Claretta's Palm City, Florida. C-L-O-R-E-T-T-A. We had a blast there. One of my favorite Italian joints. Book a reservation. You're going to love the place. Awesome. I uh, promised them a shout out because I go there all the time and they are fantastic. But loaded show for you today. Uh, today's show brought to you by American Financing. Listen, what would I like you to do today? If you're struggling, and I think a lot of people are, and you own a home, I want you to consider taking out a consolidation loan. It means you're going to get rid of your high interest credit card debt. That's over 20%, 21%, even 22%. That's insanity. You keep doing what you're doing. It's going to take years to pay that off, if ever. Look at the equity in your home while the equity is still high and go to American Financing. It's a great company. Use that equity to pay off your debt so you're paying rates in the sixes instead of interest in the 20s that you're paying now. Math, man, it works. Try it out. And with American Financing, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments and you may close in as fast as 10 days. It's going to save you money every month and give you a little bit of breathing room. Call American Financing today. It costs nothing to get started. Give them a shot, folks. It's a great company. 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net, not .com. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLS All right, Joseph, on this loaded Monday, let's go. We're back. We're back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poltergeist style. Yeah, man. Uh, the Fixer. We got a special guest, too, helping out with the show today. We got the uh, lovely Paula. Uh, so everyone in the chat, say hello to Paula today. There you go. Good to have you back. You want to wave, Paula? Wave it, Paula. No. <laughs> Why are you, what are you shaking your head for? What's wrong? What? I, see, I never, I know. She's like, you never follow the rules. I can't follow the rules. Holy Moses, the Obama Fixer's back. We were way ahead of this. We've told you forever about the Obama lawyer in the White House. Her name is Catherine Rumler. Wrote about her in books. Uh, I said to you, there's an issue here. The issue is she's like that Kerry Washington character in that movie Scandal. Every time an Obama-era scandal surfaces, you see this woman's name creep up right around it. Her name is Catherine Rumler. Why are we bringing up Catherine Rumler? Obama's not even in the White House anymore. His uh, vice president is Joe Biden. Another disgrace to humanity. Well, an explosive news story uh, blew up this weekend at the Wall Street Journal. I'm going to get to in a few minutes about Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Convicted, by the way, in 2008. Keep that number in your head, too, 2008. And the story in the Wall Street Journal has information we have not heard before about a set of emails about potential meetings. Potential meetings Jeffrey Epstein was going to have with a number of very influential and important people. When I say influential, 
I mean influential and important people. Let me tell you first my story and what I can tell you about Jeffrey Epstein from an unimpeachable source. Alarm went off. It says order food. I got to remind myself to order food all the time. It's like ridiculous. I forget. Jeffrey Epstein, a friend of mine, let's say, in a line of work I was in, was one time on a plane with Jeffrey Epstein. And Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton were on that plane. And Bill Clinton uh, was on that plane with some women who appeared to be very young at the time, which I found quite interesting. This story was told to me by an unimpeachable source. So I think Jeffrey Epstein uh, may have some videotape of people central to the Democrat and maybe Republican Party Doing some things, let's just say they shouldn't be doing. Joe, are you picking up what I'm putting down here? Uh, yeah, unsavory actions, yes. Yeah. Unsavory, very well said, Joe. So so let's just say influential people may be from my sources. So hold that story in your head, okay? I've got a source telling me that he was there while Clinton was on a plane with Jeffrey Epstein, and he didn't like what was going on. This, let's say, friend of mine also said, I wasn't comfortable with it, so I told someone, and they sent me home. Kind of an interesting story. One of these days, I'm, I'm sure he'll want to tell the details, but that's up to him when he wants to, okay? It's not my story to tell. It's his because I wasn't there. I can't give you details. I don't have. It's his story. I'm not hiding anything from you. I'm telling you what I know, what I was told. Now, what's interesting is combine that story I just told you about Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Clinton, being around players and other players we're going to find out in a minute with another story I was told by a very prominent uh, journalist, a very smart one, who said to me that there were some very serious rumors she had heard from influential people in the know that Jeffrey Epstein may have been using his private plane and his island with a series of video cameras, eyes in the sky, Joe, to record people doing things they shouldn't have been doing because, Joe, he may have been working with foreign intelligence services and part of that work may have been getting some of these people on tape doing really bad things. Ah, unbelievable. So, right? Oh, damn. So crazy. It's like bananas. So let's just tie some of this all together here because of this bombshell story in the Wall Street Journal this weekend, which, by the way, involves the Obama fixer and uh, the CIA director. So weird. Oh. Crazy how that happens. Oh. Yeah. By the way, I did not kill myself. In <laughs> fact checkers. <laughs> I fact check I didn't kill myself. I didn't I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> Joe's like, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Nervous <laughs> laugh. Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe's like, I like this job. Bro, don't, don't jinx yourself. So the Jerusalem Post uh, has had been covering this for a while about rumors, as you can see that uh, Jeffrey Epstein has been palling around with Middle East intelligence for a very long time. Hmm. I'm just going to throw this out there, Armacost. You think that would be valuable to an intelligence apparatus to have blackmail material on people, on video, doing things with young women they shouldn't be doing in case you need a, let's say, favor later? Hey, it'd be a real shame if this got out. Uh, yeah, Dan, I think that'd be very helpful. Hey. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah. I think, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Now, you are not a former intelligence official, right, Joe? You're Certainly just common not. sense kind of no. guy? Okay, good to know. Good to know. So let's get to this Wall Street Journal article. <laughs> Wall Street Journal article is pretty amazing. This dropped this weekend, and I got to tell you, kicked me right in the nuts. I was like, whoa, saw this coming from a mile away. 
but I don't get out ahead of stories, so kind of was waiting for this to be confirmed. The Wall Street Journal got their hands on a private calendar, some emails apparently about prominent names and scheduled meetings, whether they happened or not, we'll have to see, between Jeffrey Epstein and a number of people whose names haven't really surfaced before. The Journal article, which is in the newsletter today, and I strongly recommend you read it. It may be subscription only at the Journal, but it's worth your time. Bongino.com slash newsletter. I put another Just the News article, too, that sums it up. That's not subscription in case you really want to see, and you should, the deets on this because they are ugly. Before we get to the Obama fixer, apparently one of the names that popped up in these scheduled meetings is William Burns. Who's William Burns? Is that Mr. Burns from The Simpsons? It is not. <laughs> It is not Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. It is, in fact, the director of the CIA since 2021. Liberals, you can look that up. He actually is a CIA director. And they note that he had three meetings, three meetings scheduled with Epstein in 2014. Why is that important? Well, 2014 would be important because I told you to remember a number of four, which was 2008. That's a year, 2008. That was a year Jeffrey Epstein was convicted of a sex offense. Now, Joe, 2014 is after 2008, correct? Can you just fact check that for me? Oh, uh, I 14, think yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're cool, okay, dude. thank you. Go ahead. Thank you. Joe's on his, his calendar app right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's after that. So you're telling me that the CIA director had three scheduled meetings, three scheduled meetings with Jeffrey Epstein years after he was a convicted sex offender. Now, uh, that's interesting because I wonder what the CIA director's defense is going to be this. I don't know nothing about nothing, Sergeant Schultz style. Well, that <laughs> would be really fascinating because your job is literally the Central Intelligence Agency. Intel intelligence Agency. You didn't know that? Why was the CIA director meeting with Jeffrey Epstein? Hmm. Keep in mind that story I told you here in the beginning of the show. There were people on Jeffrey Epstein's island and on Jeffrey Epstein's plane who may not have known they were being recorded. And Jeffrey Epstein may have been recording this or may not have even known about some of the recordings. You get what I'm saying? Intelligence officials may have been using Jeffrey Epstein, knowingly or unknowingly. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here? that some of these cameras may have been his doing, may not have been his doing. It, regardless of the purpose, there were clearly, based on a number of people I've spoken to, intelligence agencies who were using Jeffrey Epstein in the information black market to gather files on people doing things they shouldn't have been doing. Why is a CIA director meeting with this guy in 2014, before he was a CIA director? Clearly had some influence, was an insider. Why? But he's not the one I'm even that concerned about. This is where the story takes a massive curveball. Lord Charlie, if you were a Dwight Gooden fan. Obama's White House lawyer, Paula, you remember well, right? Paula's like, I remember the fixer well. She was, she was helping us produce the show. Obama had a White House lawyer. Her name was Catherine Rumler. If you're a regular listener of my podcast, you've heard this name a thousand times. Catherine Rumler is oddly at the center of just about every single Obama administration scandal we have ever seen. I'm going to show you in a minute. But the Wall Street Journal reports that Jeffrey Epstein apparently had some scheduled meetings with her, too. Apparently dozens. Wall Street Journal. From the report. 
Catherine Rumler, a White House counsel under President Barack Obama, had dozens of meetings with Epstein in the years after her White House service and before she became a top lawyer at Goldman Sachs in 2020. He also planned for her to join a 2015 trip to Paris and a 2017 visit to Epstein's private island in the Caribbean. Hmm. Let's take a minute all to digest that. The Obama White House fixer is meeting with a guy who various people have alleged to me may have been connected knowingly or unknowingly to Middle Eastern intelligence, either using him voluntarily or involuntarily to gather little files on people. And all of a sudden, Catherine Rumler seems to have taken a very interesting interest. Oh, I said the same word twice because it is an interesting interest in one Jeffrey Epstein. Weird. (laughs) So weird. I mean, the question Mm. is... What was she fixing? What was she fixing? Gets even better, this Wall Street Journal story. Miss Rumler had a, quote, professional relationship with Epstein. Oh, I bet she did. In connection with her role at the firm Latham and Watkins and didn't travel with him, a Goldman Sachs spokesman, uh, spokesman said. Epstein introduced her to a potential legal to potential legal clients such as Microsoft Corp co-founder Bill Gates. The spokesman said. I regret ever knowing Jeffrey Epstein, Miss Rumler said. I bet you do regret that, too. So they had a professional relationship. Professional relationship. I'd like to know what she was fixing. I'd really like to know that, wouldn't you all? Let's just go into the history briefly of messes Catherine Rumler was called in to clean up Kerry Washington style from that show Scandal. Remember this article in The Observer? Sex, lies, and the White House counsel. Catherine Rumler blunders into Secret Service mess. Observer. Remember that? Catherine Rumler is alleged to have had a key role in cleaning up the Secret Service scandal in Cartagena. What was the scandal? Why would she get involved in that? Well, it was an Obama trip to Cartagena, and there were allegations that staff members may have been involved in that, too. Here's another one by the Washington Post. White House counsel Catherine Rumler. From outsider to protector of the presidency. They note that her role made her office the focus of controversy in recent weeks over the White House's handling of three incidents. These are all Obama scandals. The IRS targeting of conservative groups, the, uh, Biden, uh, the Obama administration's response to the deadly attack in Benghazi, and the DOJ seizure of journalist phone records and leak investigations. There you go, Rumler, right at the middle of all of it. So strange she's meeting with Epstein after Epstein, serious allegations that Epstein may have had tapes, if you know what I mean. Begs the question, doesn't it? And I hate that expression. What was Rumler fixing? What was she fixing? What mess is she cleaning up now? Hmm. Why do I always tell you, remember the names? Remember the names. Commit them to memory. That way, when you're reading reports like this, you're like, oh, my gosh, Kathy Rumler and Jeffrey Epstein, you're reading this in the journal. You're like, isn't that the fixer? Now, what is she fixing? I've got some ideas. Let me tie this up for you because I got a lot to cover, including that disgraceful White House Correspondents Dinner. No Republican should ever show up at that thing ever. What an embarrassment. But what is she cleaning up now? Let's go to this little video first. This was Catherine Rumler. 
on a uh, on a podcast. And she's asked here about the collusion hoax, the PP tape hoax, which you well know is a fake story about Donald Trump colluding with the Russians to steal an election. A ridiculous, absurd, outrageous story investigated by a guy who hated Trump, Bob Mueller, and shown to be one giant, huge nothing burger created by Hillary Clinton and the Democrats to destroy Donald Trump's presidency. Here's Kathy Rumler after Mueller's investigation turned up nothing, saying, hey, man, listen. There's something there. They're obstructing or something. So she's a pee-pee hoaxer, too. Check this out. Based on the facts that were laid out there, do you think there is a case for obstruction? I in, per- Personally, yes, I do. Intent and motivation and the reasons for doing something matter throughout virtually every um, criminal statute on our books. And so, you know, that's relevant. And if the proof is there, and I think they're... I've said before that I thought that, you know, evidence of corrupt motivation, and that's the way I would put it, is really, is just um, littered throughout the report. All right. Got that. So we've now established a baseline that Rumler's a fixer. She's always cleaning up Obama's messes. She's clearly had some relationship with Epstein. The level of it, granted, we'll still have to figure out. I always give you all sides of an equation. We know she's a pee-pee hoaxer. And we know she also had a very key role in keeping the collusion hoax alive because there was a central player in a number of meetings used to establish that the collusion hoax by the Democrats was real. I said that wrong. Let me show you what I mean here. Here's an article by the AP. I want you to pay very close attention because this is going to answer the question, I believe, for you. What could Kathy Rumler possibly be trying to fix and sweep up into the carpet now with Epstein and everyone else? There was a really key figure in the collusion hoax. The guy's name was George Nader. George Nader was one of these kind of guys who's always around people, like a swampy connected guy. George Nader had set up a number of meetings and those meetings were used as evidence that Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians. You got me? It's a fake scandal. We get that. Read this AP article. Back channel mediator between Israel and Arab countries. Latest cooperator in in Mueller's Trump probe. So some of the same Middle Eastern countries that may have had connections with Jeffrey Epstein, knowingly or unknowingly, also... There's a big player in some of these Middle Eastern countries, a guy by the name of George Nader. Well, George Nader, Mueller said to him, hey, you set up a couple meetings with Trump-connected people and these Russians and others. We're going to need to use you to buttress our case. Who magically shows up as this guy's lawyer? Who's so crazy. Catherine, Rum- Catherine Rumler. How did that happen? Whoa. Catherine Rumler, who previously served as White House counsel to Barack Obama, is among the lawyers representing George Nader. She declined to answer questions about her client. Wow, fake scandal. Mueller investigates fake scandal. The key figure in fake scandal is a guy by the name of George Nader who set up meetings, if you know what I mean, Joe. And all of a sudden, Catherine Rumler shows up, the Obama fixer, with this guy connected to Middle Eastern people to say, I'm this guy's lawyer. Every, nobody talk to him unless you talk to me. Gosh, it's almost like these things could be all connected. Here are some of the meetings he set up, Nader. 
The first meeting took place in Trump Tower in New York in December 2016 and brought together Nader, Jared Kushner, and Steve Bannon, they know who Trump fired, and Mohammed bin Syed, the crown prince of Abu Dhabi and leader of the UAE. The second meeting occurred a month later in the Indian Ocean archipelago of Seychelles and involved Nader, bin Zayed, Eric Prince, and Kirill Dmitriev, a Russian banker close to President Putin, who also really, really, apparently, according to a report I used to read at Salandry, had some connections to the Clinton Foundation. So let me just wrap this thing up for you, because this thing is just a total mess. So we find out this weekend that Jeffrey Epstein, now deceased, had some connections to the Obama fixer. The same Obama fixer has been involved in every Obama-Biden administration scandal. We now know they had scheduled meetings. The extent of those meetings that they actually happened, we're going to wait. I like to let stories develop. But we also find out that the same person we now know may have had meetings, extensive meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, right? We know she represented a key figure in the collusion case who set up a bunch of meetings used to establish that there was, in fact, collusion when there wasn't. So weird. Look at you. Nice. Totally back. Right on the ball. Throws up that, as long as I got to take a break. You tracking? I got audio, video coming up next. It's White House Correspondents' Dinner. Total disgrace. Absolute nightmare. But I just sum this up one more time. This thing is huge, folks. Today's show, let me take a quick break. Brought to you by HelixSleep.com. Sleep, as you get older, is critical. That deep, comforting, healing sleep, you need it. So how do you get it? Well, go to HelixSleep.com. Take the sleep quiz. Get yourself an awesome mattress that's tailored to you because everyone's unique. Helix has several different mattress models that match you based on your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your Helix comes right to your door, shipped for free. When you get your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's quick and fun to unbox. You're not going to believe how well you'll sleep. You'll wake up feeling rested and refreshed. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep, never far away. I love my Helix. I have the Midnight Lux. It's like gold for me. Love it. Helix is now offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners to this program. Go today. Don't wait. It's our best offer yet. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. That's H-E-L-I-X. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Folks, please keep your eye on this case. I can't emphasize to you enough. This Epstein thing is more than, there's more than meets the eye there. I know a lot of people want to make this thing go away. There is absolutely no way that the, the now CIA director, Catherine Rumler, and everyone else didn't know they were talking to a sex offender. The question is, why were they talking to him and what were they trying to make go away? Does it have anything to do with the extensive video network alleged to have existed on his island and on his plane? What were they fixing? We'll see. All right, let's uh, move on. A lot of hap- a lot happened this weekend. The White House Correspondents' Dinner, which for those of you who don't know, they call it Nerd Prom. It's the goofiest, biggest clown show in town. It's where the media goes out there. Oh, look, we're so wonderful. They pat themselves on the back. They get to hobnob with people. Goofball celebrities show up. It's a cesspool of stupid. I don't know why anybody goes to this thing. Anyone who puts the R Republican brand in front of their name. You do you, man. But I can tell you right now, you have my word. I don't care if these people paid me a million dollars to go and keynote this thing. 
I would, it's a disgrace to humankind. You'll never see me there. It's an embarrassment. There's no reason to be there. Let me just show you. Here's, all, uh, here's video number one. Here's Biden at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, where you're supposed to be celebrating press freedoms and how brave they are, mocking them, actually mocking them, not figuratively mocking them, mocking them that he takes no questions from them, leaves them empty-handed every single time. And they're all like, Joe, they're all like, <laughs> that's so fun. You're so great, Biden. We love you so much. Here, check this out. In a lot of ways, this dinner sums up my first two years in office. I'll talk for 10 minutes, take zero questions, and cheerfully walk away. They, they, I mean, he's just, he's just like this. I would backslap, but I can't. He's just backslapping him. Back, he's not even giving him the four. He's just backslapping him. And they're all like, <laughs> oh, funny, man. Here's Biden again. He's celebrating the fact that his administration got some hostages freed uh, from Iranda. It was like, no, Dan, I ran. No, no, I ran though. I ran. It's, an, it's, a, it's like from a Marvel movie or something. What, what do you mean, I ran though? I don't know. Ask Joe Biden here. Take a listen. We've been able to bring home dozens of hostages and wrongfully detainees, wrongful detainees from Afghanistan, Burma, Haiti, Iran, Rwanda, Venezuela, across West Africa, around the world. Okay, if you're asking, uh, asking where I ran the is, uh, the answer is I have no idea. I didn't even know it was a place. Is it a combination of Uganda and Iran? Uh, I don't know. I'm totally unsure. You're going to have to ask Joe Biden. He's known for just making stuff up all the time. Is it, what's that? It's a what? Oh, it's a merger. Paul has got breaking news. Iran and Uganda are merging into a mega corporation country called Iranda. Hold on. It's on the radio show. Breaking news. Paul is breaking news on the show. Iranda. It's a new combo. Great. Thank you, Paula. We appreciate that. And the celebrity ass kissing, of course, is pathetic. If there was ever an indicator that these people are elite, out of touch. Remember, this is supposed to be a celebration of the free press holding government to account. Who shows up? Uh, Chrissy Teigen, who's supposedly a model. Uh, don't really care about this woman or her career. But she's there with a singer I do know. I know John Legend. Chrissy Teigen, I'm, I'm not really sure about. But apparently they're married. Really don't care. But if this doesn't sum it up, this is about 10 plus seconds. Here's Chrissy Teigen walking in the event with John Legend. And uh, there's apparently a servant holding her dress in the back. She's got like a train as people are like, and they're looking like, really? This is it. This is what we got to deal with. Take a look at this. Okay, folks, you know, journalism, uh, it's, it's, it's dead. Okay, it's dead. It's buried. Stick a fork in it. It's an embarrassment. Um, I'm going to get to my next sponsor first, but I want to show you what happened this weekend on some of the weekend shows. Monday's always great for audio and video because you get the weekend shows where people humiliate themselves, media people, uh, in front of a national audience. Because remember, Fox has that Fox weekend show that broadcasts over the Fox uh, broadcast network, too. So you, these people humiliate themselves outside of cable news. So Monday is always a bevy of good material. Uh, I got this Chuck Todd clip. Chuck's a scientist now, which is really bizarre because he's not even a journalist. So I'm, I'm kind of curious how he, how he ventured out of that realm. Folks, with all the dangers in today's world, many Americans are concerned about the very real possibility of food shortages. Don't downplay that threat. That's why I urge everyone to secure a supply of long-term emergency food while you still can. I highly recommend you choose My Patriot Supply as your supplier. They're mine. I buy the product. You ever stop by and say hello and we go out for... Uh, 
uh, drink with the family or something, you come back, you're going to see I have this stuff in my house. It's nothing to joke around about. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. And right now they're offering a special deal when you buy their three-month emergency food kit. The food lasts up to 25 years in storage. With each kit you order, you'll receive a bonus package of crucial survival gear worth over $200 for free. For free. The three-month emergency food kit guarantees your family will have peace of mind during the disaster, and the survival gear will help you even be, uh, be even more prepared. The kits have breakfast, lunches, dinners. They provide over 2,000 calories a day. Calories are survival in an emergency. Do not wait for the emergency. There's not going to be any food left. Your whole family will love the food. To get your emergency food and your free survival gear worth over $200, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. 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 Please, I ask you as a friend, forget this whole podcast host, listener. There's no divide between us. I'm one of you. Do it today. Please do not wait. I'm as serious as a heart attack here. There's a lot going on. MyPatriotSupply.com. Journalism is dead, folks. Bury it. This humiliating White House correspondence dinner this weekend where they all pat themselves on the back for not holding the government to account while Biden openly mocks them. And why is journalism dead? Because you have people like this working in the space. It's embarrassment to humankind. Again, Chuck Todd, a, a, a Democrat activist, like an actual Democrat activist, right? He's got Vivek Ramaswamy on his show. He says something so patently ridiculous that you would only a journalist would utter it without a sense of shame uh, and, and without a total loss of human dignity. Here's Chuck Todd, who oddly enough, he, he's trying to call out Vivek Ramaswamy on the fact that there are two genders. There are men and there are women. Okay, this is an indisputable scientific fact for the history of sentient beings. Chuck seems confused about this. He's like, what do you mean? Are you a scientist? So just to be clear, it's really odd that a guy with zero science background at all, Chuck Todd, who can't even do journalism right, is asking a very smart guy, Vivek Ramaswamy, with an actual science background about science when he has no idea what he's talking about, take a listen. Are you confident that you know that gender uh, is uh, as binary as you're describing it? Are you confident that I it am. isn't a spectrum? I uh, am. Do you know I'm, this as a scientist? Well, there's there's two X chromosomes. If you're a woman, an X and a Y, that means there's you're a man. So there's a lot of scientific research out there. There's a lot of scientific research out there that says gender is a spectrum. Chuck, I, I respectfully disagree. Gender dysphoria for most of our history, all the way through the DSM-5, has been characterized as a mental health disorder. And I don't think it's compassionate to affirm that. I think that's cruelty. When a kid is crying out for help, mm -hmm. what they're asking for is, you got to ask the question of what else is going wrong at home? What else is going wrong at school? Let's be compassionate and get to the heart of that, rather than playing this game as though we're actually changing right. our medical understanding I, for the last I, I go 100 back years. To so again, a guy who can't even do journalism, you don't find it weird. That journalists who have zero background in geopolitics, economics, science, healthcare, they know nothing about this space. They can't even do journalism right. You don't find it weird that they're always asking other people, are you a scientist? Are you a doctor? Your response should be, are you? Okay, so what you're seeing, just to be clear, we are not allowed to comment on common sense issues like XXXY chromosomes. Because we're not scientists, but you as a journalist with no background in anything can comment on anything you want. And you're the authority. I'm just checking. Is there? It's like verbal judo jujitsu with these guys all the time. There's evidence out there that there's a spectrum of gender. No, no, there isn't. No, there isn't. There is no evidence of that. 
There is no evidence of that. Because someone says something doesn't make it true. You have XX and you have XY. That leads us to our... We haven't done this in a while, Joe. Uh-huh. Hero of the day. Oh. We haven't had a hero of the day in a little bit. There's an Indiana politician out there. It's our hero of the day. Guy's name is Ryan Webb. Ryan? Ryan says, well, listen, if Chuck Todd is right, I am a straight white male, but uh, I think I changed my mind, Ryan said. Ryan said, I choose not to be a straight white male because Chuck Todd says that there's a spectrum of all this kind of stuff and just pick where you want on the spectrum yourself. going to land here today. So Ryan Webb from Indiana, Delaware County, Indiana. Ryan Webb said, I'm going to choose to identify as a minority female because that's just my bag of donuts this week. And you better damn well respect it, preserve my dignity and not insult me. Listen to this. This guy, this guy may be our hero of the year. Listen to his local news report as they try to cover this story with a straight face. This is epic. Check this out. A councilman is coming out as a transgender, as transgender and a woman of color. Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb announced that he now identifies as an Indian American woman. Since that announcement, he's received some support, but a lot of backlash, many calling him childish, despicable, even calling for things like execution. In a statement Webb gave to ITMate, he says, quote, it is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand for themselves. It's possible I may change my mind down the road. The process of identity exploration is complex, and oftentimes at the end of our personal journey, we end right back where we started. Webb goes on to tell IT Mate this is just his true, authentic self. <laughs> that is one of the best things I've seen all year. Hey. You, you notice how the they don't know what to do the media. They know, obviously, that Ryan Webb is, is, is being ridiculous. But they can't say it's ridiculous because it'll expose the ridiculousness of everyone else who does the same thing on the left and tries to do it under the air of sincerity. Like, no, no, I really am a female. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, no, you're not. I said to you, journalism's dead. Journalism died a long time ago. It was an interesting story I saw at Human Events this weekend, too. Now that these insurrections have been going on around the country, we had one in Montana and Nashville. I'll play that in a second. Uh, Democrats have tried to disrupt the course of normal governing. They've disrupted chambers in Montana and Nashville. That is the definition of an insurrection by the left's own definition. The left doesn't like that. So I told you that journalisming uh, is dead a long time now. And if the word insurrection reflects poorly on Democrats, they'll simply change the definition of the word insurrection. There's a story in uh, Human Events about this. The AP, who used the Capitol riot to redefine insurrection, is now outraged by Republicans calling state Capitol riots insurrections. Read the piece in a newsletter. I told you they love euphemisms and word games. 
This is an insurrection worse than Pearl Harbor on January 6th. They've disrupted governing and invaded the Capitol. So then it happens with Democrats who invade a Capitol in Montana and in Nashville, but it's no longer an insurrection. They're going to try to change the definition. So what does that say to you? That says to you, you should double down on calling it an insurrection because they're clearly scared of the political ramifications. Now, in case you need video evidence of the insurrection, here's what happened and went down in Montana during the Montana insurrection. Check this out. Looks like an insurrection to me, folks. I mean, disrupting governing, invading the Capitol, aggression, violence. Looks like an insurrection to me. Those Democrats. The euphemisms game. They think you're stupid. Here's another one that happened in Nashville. Here's another insurrection, disruption of government, invasion of the Capitol. Take a look at this. I don't know about you, Joe, but that looks like an insurrection to me. You yeah. folks feel that insurrection? Ins- Joe, is that insurrection-y? Insurrection? It, seemed, insurrection-y? it seemed a bit insurrection-y, yeah. Dan. Yeah. Look, very, yeah. I think so, too. I think so, too. Of course, it reflects poorly on the Democrats. It's changed the meaning of the word. We've been talking about these word games forever with the left. Don't fall. Now that they don't want you to call it an insurrection, double and triple down. And one more story about the journalism being dead. And it's about the new media environment, folks. It's involving the Fox News story, Tucker Carlson and elsewhere. And it's one of those stories where tell me you don't know anything about new media while not telling me you don't know anything about new media. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a second. Let me get to my last sponsor. I got a news roundup and just a disgraceful episode in Colorado. Democrats trying to vote down a measure to prevent people from indecently exposing themselves to kids. No, no. Yes, that happened. I told you it was a loaded news weekend. Folks, Omaha Steaks, we are a big Omaha Steaks household. We love Omaha Steaks. We were uh, customers way before they were a sponsor of the show because the food is just delicious. They're rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homestyle burgers you've ever tasted. He is a big fan. We're big fans. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. They are truly steaks on a bun, and they taste it. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, even brisket burgers. Now's the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout to get an extra $20 off orders of $129 or more plus free shipping. Order today so you can try each pure ground burger and sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to Omaha Steaks. Getting hungry? Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout to get an extra $20 off orders of $129 or more and discover your new burger obsession. You are going to love these burgers. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Always love the delicious food there. So I told you journalism was dead. It is dead. And journalism can't report on actual journalism. Going back to my point about Chuck Todd before, I've always found it odd that people who call themselves reporters and journalists and when they ask you a question and you give an answer that doesn't align with their political ideology, like, hey, are there two genders, which is scientific fact that there are two genders, they'll say, well, what are you, a scientist? And then your simple response would be, are you? So why are you commenting on it yourself? If you have to be some kind of a scientist to comment on common sense and you are not, why are you asking me? You don't have an idea either then by your own standard. 
But one of the weirdest things about journalism is you may say, well, fairly enough, at least journalism, journalists know a little bit about the journalism space. No, they don't understand that either. You have no idea how many people have failed to grasp the impact of new media, podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Rumble, even YouTube. A lot of people still do stuff on YouTube. I don't, others do. Ladies and gentlemen, I was talking to a guy, a conservative commentator. You all know I'll leave his name out of it. Nice guy. I didn't say anything bad, so it's not like I'm like hiding it, but he didn't give me permission to share his name. So, But I don't think he would care about me sharing this. He said to me, you have no idea how many people find me based on clips that have spread outside of mainstream media, YouTube, Snapchat, even like TikTok. People just take his stuff and put it out there. Young kids come up to him all the time. I saw you here. I'm not vouching for any of those platforms. I'm simply telling you that's what the guy told me, and he's right. You would think in the journalism space, journalists would be able to comprehend that they don't control this stuff anymore. It's not about MSNBC, CNN, Fox, Washington Post, New York Times, and others exclusively. It's not a knock at them. It's just a fact. Streaming, websites, social. You don't need this stuff anymore. So Politico wrote this piece. This is what got me thinking about this. I'm not going to use my show as an example because it would be self-serving, and I don't want to do that. I've used it before in some other contexts, but just to show you when the article is about me. There's this Politico piece by Jack Schaefer, who should really just be embarrassed that this piece was even written. I, I put it up in the newsletter for you to read it. I hate giving him clicks, but you should. Tucker Carlson's exit show who the real star at Fox is. The premise of the piece is this, that you know what? It doesn't matter who Fox puts in this eight o'clock spot. Fox is a powerful entity and people are going to watch it no matter what. They're interchangeable parts. Folks, point stipulated by Jack Schaefer. Fox is powerful. Fox, will be, I, I think, will be fine in the long run. Now, find someone that they're not going to lose their audience. Fox will always be on the air. It'll probably be the number one um, station. Are they going to have the audience they had before with Tucker? I'm not sure, folks. This guy, Jack Schaefer, seems to be downplaying the fact that you can find, if let's say Tucker decides to go do the Tucker cast, people will find his content. It doesn't matter. Read this part of this. Bill O'Reilly, Carlson's predecessor on Fox and the previous king of cable, the subject of a zillion magazine profiles and the instigator of moral panics, wasn't the star either. Both of them were carried out with the tide uh, to positions of broadcast irrelevance when Fox tired of them. Now they say perhaps you'll recall Megyn Kelly, another Fox News sensation who hasn't had much of a career since splitting the network. Folks, Bill O'Reilly's fine. Bill O'Reilly has attracted an audience on his show. Is it the size of his old Fox show? Probably not. But throwing Megyn Kelly in there is absolutely laughable. This isn't even my show. I'm, Megyn Kelly is a competitor in my spot, but I'm an activist. I celebrate people who've made their own careers. Megyn Kelly's the number two show in the news category on Apple. That's a screenshot from my phone. She's the number two show last week. A total irrelevance, Joe. Irrelevance. No. So I just, I went to the lefties because, you know, Jack probably uses Google for a search engine. So I just went to Google and put in a search engine of Megyn Kelly. There's like a hundred stories of Megyn Kelly four hours ago, two days ago, three days ago. They write about her every day. Five, I, you don't have to have one or the other. Fox will be fine. They decided to part ways with me and Tucker. They'll be fine. And you know what? I got news for you. Tucker and Megan will be fine too. 
They will be absolutely a-okay. My gosh, you're in the media. You don't understand the new media ecosystem of podcasting. and They, they have millions of people watching every day. Silly. So stupid. But the censorship is vital to keeping all this going. This is what they want to do. They want to downplay everybody. Oh, look, Megyn Kelly, you don't know what she's talking about. They have, if censorship is vital to the gaslighting that continues to go on to prevent you from seeing people like Megyn Tucker and others and getting an alternate side of the story. Because they don't want you to see the Democrat swamp establishment insanity anymore. The gaslighting is key. Censorship is everything to them because they don't want you to see things like this. This happened in the Colorado House. There's a bill on the floor to penalize indecent exposure of adults to children. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that to me seems like a bunt. Yeah. Well, of course we don't want, I mean, right? We don't want people, adults, exposing themselves to children. Like, that's kind of like a ground ball. That's the kind of thing that should go without saying. Nope, not to Democrats. Listen to this, 27 Democrats in the Colorado House voted against that because they're afraid that a law against indecent exposure to kids uh, might impact uh, men who try to use the women's bathroom or something. Here, take a listen yourself. These types of laws have been used to ban drag shows, to target individuals who use the restroom, of the sex that they identify with, a public restroom, to charge them with felony charges. I am very concerned about the attacks against the transgender community that are happening across the country. When I initially read this bill, it did not even come to mind, for me either, as an advocate. But as I've looked at the bills and as I've talked to my colleagues who are fighting these types of bills across the country, it's very clear to me that the language is very much mirrored in some of the laws that have been used to target members of our community because of who they are. Folks, this is where we are. Do you understand now why censorship is such a key tenant, a core, the bedrock on which the liberal house is built on right now? They need to stop you. From seeing this kind of stuff, the Democrats growing infatuation and love affair with insanity, insanity. Chuck Todd, there's a specter, a spectrum of gender. No, Chuck, there isn't. Hey, maybe we should stop adults from exposing themselves to kids. I don't know. We're going to vote against that. Elon appeared on uh, Bill Maher this weekend. Elon Musk, of course, obviously. And was talking about this love affair with censorship and how the Democrats are starting to really so something which uh, may lead to the destruction of their own ability to speak freely in the future, but they're too dumb to see it. The whole tenet of free speech, folks, isn't defending speech you care about. That doesn't require defense. It's defending speech you don't like. Liberals still haven't figured that out because they're tyrants. Here, take a listen. I, I really can't emphasize this enough. We, we must... Uh... Uh, we must protect free speech. Um, and free speech only matters, it's only relevant when it's someone you don't like saying something you don't like. Because obviously, for speech that you like is, uh, yes. you know, that's easy. Um, so it, it's, uh, and it's, the thing about censorship is that, sure, for, for those who would advocate it, um, just remember, at some point, that will return on you. There it is, folks. 
on our busy show for you today. We had a lot going on. Listen, um, that Jeffrey Epstein story is a big deal. Please do not let that story go. Keep your eye on this. Catherine Rumler, I want you, we need to keep the heat on this case, folks. There are a lot of people who are knee deep in the Washington swamp who are not telling you the truth about serious allegations out there that Epstein may have had video and audio of people out there doing things they shouldn't have been doing. And you should be asking yourself the question, how is it that all these people, the CIA director, the Obama fixer, Bill Clinton, all intersected past with Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein isn't with us anymore and nobody seems to want to talk about it. Outside of a few entrepreneurial media outlets saying, hey, this is a big deal. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you on the radio show in a little bit. And please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We deeply appreciate it. That top charts I showed you with Megyn Kelly, the way that works on Apple is it's subscriptions. They are free. So if you wouldn't mind, go to Apple, Spotify, click that follow button. You'd be doing us an enormous favor. We would so deeply appreciate by following the show. And as always, join the live chat, 11 a.m. Rumble.com slash Bongino, 11 a.m. Eastern time every day. We'd love to have you. It's my honor to do it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.